Hi there and welcome. This is Amanda, the founder of Astrology Hub, and you're listening to our week ahead snapshot with world-class astrologer, historian, and author of the Cosmic Calendar, Christopher Renstrom. This show is designed to give you a quick overview of the week ahead, enabling you the gift of choice in how you navigate and weave these energies into your daily life. Enjoy. Hello, my name is Christopher Renstrom, and I'm your weekly horoscope columnist here on Astrology Hub. And this week, I wanted to talk to you about the up-and-coming Mercury retrograde on September 27th. Mercury's turning retrograde again. You can always hear the collective moan when that pesky little planet changes direction in the sky. Now, it's said by astrologers that when a planet is turning retrograde, that a planet then behaves or acts in the opposite fashion to the way that it does when it's behaving normally or traveling direct in the sky. And Mercury, well, Mercury turns retrograde three times a year. That's because Mercury is the planet that's closest to the sun, and it travels inside the orbit of the Earth. So three times a year, we are treated to the wonderful effects and influences of Mercury turning retrograde. Now, you're probably familiar by now uh, with the Mercury retrograde survival guide that many astrologers throw out there. Things like never make a purchase, never sign a contract, never seal a deal, back up your computer, uh, look out for glitches in technology, basically little bugs and glitches that happen in your day-to-day life. Now, the reason why astrologers will tell you not to sign a contract or to make a big deal or, or to make a big purchase during the period of time that Mercury is retrograde is because Mercury is the planet of selling and buying. When you remember that the Latin root of Mercury is Merc, that is the root word for words like merchants and merchandise. So this is basically where the planet gets its reputation for being associated with uh, deals and purchases and sales. So when Mercury is moving forward in the sky, this is always seen as like a good time to to do these transactions. And then when uh, Mercury is backwards, it's not a good time. So basically you can sort of think of Mercury direct as being um, associated to shopkeepers and Mercury uh, retrograde as being associated to shop lifters. Uh, So this is why astrologers will try to steer you away from making any of these sorts of purchases because otherwise you might as well be buying something off of, um, let's say, uh, uh, off of backofthetruck.com. So it's always, uh, the warning is that it's always a good idea to skip or postpone or delay purchases until after Mercury comes out of retrograde. Now, I am one of those people that uh, doesn't believe in stopping your life to wait for a planet to come out of retrograde. First of all, it's unrealistic. Uh, Second of all, it's not really going to happen. And third of all, if there's anything that we learn from astrology, it's how to work with these planets when they are moving in and out of retrograde or they're forming squares or oppositions and things like that. I mean, to a certain extent, it can be argued, well, you know, isn't it a good idea to figure out the timing of the planets um, so that we can time our actions to bring about the best results? And that's certainly absolutely true. But We have a life down here below on planet Earth. We have things we have to do, people we have to meet, um, and business that needs to be taken care of, and loves that we're falling in love with, and, and, and houses that we're moving into. So 
to a certain extent, it's always a good idea to time things to the best of your ability. But a lot of times we have to learn what to look out for. Uh, we have to learn what to anticipate, what to keep in mind as we go into these uh, planetary aspects, which might not be the most fortuitous. And we also have to sort of gauge which are the tougher ones versus which are the not so difficult ones. And what I like, what I've seen over the years is that Mercury retrogrades, yes, they can be a real pain in the derriere, but at the same time, they're not exactly the worst things either. And so that's something to keep in mind as we're going through this uh, sort of period. So what is it like, what is our mental state like when we're going through a Mercury retrograde? Well, that's kind of easy. <laughs> Think of the last time you lost your keys or um, added up a column of numbers and got a different answer every time you added them up. What kind of mood did that put you in? In fact, I think in a lot of ways, um, we respond to Mercury retrogrades with where Mercury happens to be uh, positioned in our own astrological charts. Um, some people are gonna be like, you know, I misplaced these things. Why didn't I put them back where, where I should have put them back? Let that be a lesson to you next time. Put things back where, you, you know, like, like Mercury retrogrades can be uh, associated to reprimands that you do on yourself or, or Mercury retrogrades can be associated to something more philosophical like, why do I keep making the same mistake over and over in my life? I wish that I would learn to do things better, okay? Or Mercury retrograde uh, might bring out a reaction in you, which is like, oh, I lost this, okay, fine, next, onto the next thing, I'll go and replace it. Um, it can be sort of conspicuous consumption, so what, I go on to the next thing. Now, now um, I am not a very nice person to live with when I've lost something, when I've lost my keys. In fact, um, I have Mercury and Sagittarius, so I'm loud and I storm about the house and I make everyone stop what they're doing to come help me find the thing that I'm missing. Um, it's an embarrassing thing to admit it, but I'm admitting it to you. So, so this is the kind of headspace that we get into when Mercury turns retrograde, like, like what happens to you when things don't turn out the way that you expect them to, and, and, and how do you become? Now for um, me, a monster. Now for a lot of people, um, it's, it's just really inconvenient. I can't believe I'm having this problem and, uh, you know, and, and, and they're just stymied and they're bewildered and, and maybe they even cross their arms and sit down in the middle of the road and, and, and wait for someone to come and help them out. Um, and, and that is something that you can do uh, when, when Mercury is, 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 is retrograde, um, or you can blame the fates or, or, or pray to St. Anthony, uh, who's the Catholic substitute for Mercury, by the way, uh, the god of uh, Mercury's named after Hermes, uh, the god of lost objects and finding them again. That's actually something that my mother used to do a lot when I was growing up. Uh, but there's another way to deal with Mercury retrograde when, when things don't turn out the way that you want. Um, there's this wonderful, uh, well, it's actually 
a, a, a climatic sequence um, in Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. And I apologize to everyone who loves the uh, Stephen King novel, Shining. I, I, I have to admit, confess to you that I've never read it, sorry. But I love Stanley Kubrick's film, The Shining. I think it's absolutely outstanding. And it's with Jack Nicholson and Shelley Duvall. And, and in a nutshell, very sort of quickly, um, The Shining is a story of a writer. Uh, Jack Nicholson plays this writer named uh, Jack Torrance. And uh, he and his wife, Wendy, uh, have a child uh, named Danny, who's maybe about roughly eight or nine-ish in the film. And they've agreed to sort of babysit this hotel in Colorado, which shuts down for the winter, like it's a summer resort hotel and every winter it shuts down and, and the snows come in and, and people feel very, uh, it can be very isolated and, and, and the uh, owners of the hotel always try to get someone to just sort of like babysit the hotel to make sure that the boiler's working okay and that things are functioning and you can just sort of bring your family and do your own thing. And this happens to be really quite convenient for Jack Torrance, who's a writer. Um, he's working on, on a book and he's having a lot of difficulty working on this book. And so he's actually looking forward uh, to coming to this hotel and, and, and writing his novel. And of course, if you're familiar with the book or the film, you know that that's not what turns out for Jack Torrance or Wendy or Danny. That uh, as, as the snows come in um, and Jack sort of struggles with his novel writing, things take a sort of evil turn. And we discover through the course of the film that there are evil spirits that are haunting this hotel and that um, they're, they're slowly sort of doing two things either taking over uh, Jack Torrance's mind so that he keeps typing out in the typewriter, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. And I think he types out something like 200 pages of that, uh, which Shelley Duvall discovers to her dismay when she's wondering how far he's getting in his manuscript um, and realizes that her husband's kind of like going demented. Um, and the hotel also has an impact on Danny, who has the um, gift of, uh, it's called The Shining. It's the gift of being able to see into the future. And right off the bat, uh, Danny meets these two spectral ghosts, these two twin sisters who say, come play with us, Danny, come play with us, you know, and then it intercuts with their death, like, uh, like it's come play with us, Danny, forever uh, and ever uh, and ever. Uh. Okay, so it's, so he's like, oh my goodness, you know, people have died here. And so, um, and, 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 and these all converge in the climax of, 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 of this movie where Jack is driven crazy and he's grabbed an ax and he's going after his wife who's locked herself in a bathroom and, and he goes through the door and she's like, Jack, Jack. And he's like, here's Johnny, you know? And she's like, Jack, Jack with her knife and she cuts his hand and he's like, you know, and then he's like, where's Danny? And so he goes running after Danny. And so Danny goes running into this labyrinth, okay? It's, it's kind of like um, a garden labyrinth, but it's snow. So, so it's full of snow, but it's this labyrinth, it's this maze. And of course, as you know, Mercury rules mazes, um, as well as puzzles and riddles, things that we have to figure out our way, uh, things to figure out your escape or your release or your exit from, or even how to put together. Okay, so, so Mercury, as we know in astrology, is the planet of the mind and how we figure out things. And we figure out things in 12 different ways because there are 12 different signs of the zodiac. So Danny goes running into the maze 
at the height of a snowstorm, which is not a bright thing to do. And he's not even wearing a very heavy jacket. It's like a, it's a light jacket. And so he goes running into the maze, frightened by his father. He loves his father. He doesn't know why his father is suddenly demented. He doesn't know why his father is trying to kill him. Actually, he does. He knows that there's evil spirits in the hotel. And um, he goes running into the maze to escape his father. And of course, Jack sees his son go running into the maze and he follows him. And uh, he's calling out, Danny, Danny, you know, and he's kind of like, you know, doing this, uh, limping through the snow uh, with his axe and really looking horrific and completely terrifying. And Danny's, you know, rushing through the maze. And, 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 and what's interesting is that they both get lost in the maze. You know, Danny doesn't know where he's going any more than Jack Torrance does. But Jack is following Danny's footprints. He can see the footprints on the snow. So J Danny, without knowing, is giving himself away as he goes fleeing into this maze to try to escape his father, who's following his footprints in the snow. But this is what I wanted to share with you about Mercury retrograde, because this is the Mercury retrograde moment. Danny gets to a point in the maze where he he can hear his father's voice getting closer and closer. He's got a light jacket. He's not, he, he doesn't know his way out of this maze. And he knows that it goes off in different directions, but he stops. Okay. And it goes against what would what one would usually feel in a panic or an upset. You know, if you're panicked or upset about something, you want to continue or power through with something, or you're despairing and you give up. Okay. So so here um, his father's drawing closer and closer, and Danny stops. He stops and it's the middle of the snowstorm and he looks around and he can see that there's footsteps behind him and he's able to discern in that moment, my father's going to find me, all right? But what he does, and this is Mercury retrograde, remember retrogrades refer to a backwards motion, okay? When, the, when it looks as if the planet is moving backwards in the sky. And what he does is Danny very carefully, he, he stopped, he puts one foot behind him so that that foot completely matches the footprint. And then he puts another foot behind him. So that foot completely matches the footprint. And what he does is that he carefully walks backwards so that his footsteps match the footprint that has preceded it. Okay. And again, his father's voice is getting louder and louder and louder. And so he does this and he gets to a point where the path that he's on bridges off to another path and he jumps he kind of rather dives uh, so that there's enough of, of, of a landing. So he's, he's right here on the footprints and he jumps and he dives all of a sudden to, a, to the right, okay? And he quickly brushes up um, the snow and he hides in, he, he makes himself small and he hides in this, this, this labyrinth, this, this garden labyrinth. And of course, his father is calling out, Danny, Danny, with this ax, you know, and he, and he goes forward and he goes forward and gets lost in the maze. He can't find where he's going. All of a sudden he looks down and Danny's footprints aren't there. And he begins to panic and howl and, and, and he's lost in the maze. And during the, that time, Danny very carefully goes and follows his own footprints back out as his father continues in his sort of bloodlust uh, pursuit of his son, um, gets lost in the maze and ultimately dies of, of, of frostbite. Why am I telling you this story? Well, because the genius of a Mercury retrograde is that all of a sudden things that were supposed to work out a certain way don't work out a certain way, or, or all of a sudden things that are supposed to work out in an expected way aren't working out in an expected way. And we could get angry, we can get despairing, we can 
make everyone stop what they're doing and come help us find their keys, um, you know, but, but we can do that. And it's not very effective. And th that's where Mercury retrograde kind of has its reputation for like, you know, uh, really being uh, difficult and distressing. But, but if we come up against a problem during a Mercury retrograde, then there will be a problem that shows up in each of the areas that I described earlier. If we go and we retrace our steps, okay, we carefully go back over the ground that we just covered, we will discover where we went right when we should have gone left, where the keys were misplaced, what we did wrong or what the, the mistake in the adding of the numbers was. If we only by going back over, now that's you know kind of simple for everyday life, but I also want you to think of it in terms of what's going on in your life. Uh, if you go back over, you know, where you went wrong in a relationship or where you went wrong in an action that you did or where you went wrong in a negotiation. If you, if you backtrack, if you trace your steps back over during this period of time of the Mercury retrograde, either A, you're gonna find the thing that you overlooked um, and, and, and by the way, a very quick thing, the name of the hotel in The Shining is the Overlook Hotel. <laughs> okay, so, so you may by backtracking uh, discover something that you overlooked, or you may by backtracking uh, discover an exit or the way out of a dilemma or a situation in which you found yourself cornered. So, 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 so remember this for Mercury retrogrades, because this is the thing that Mercury is doing. Even retrograde Mercury is guiding us. Okay, even retrograde Mercury is still a pathfinder. And it could even be argued that Mercury retrogrades are the time when Mercury likes to test, you know, our, our, our wits and our smarts, you know, to see, to see how we adapt or we deal with such a thing. In any case, these are things to keep in mind during the time that Mercury is retrograde, which will be from September. September 27th to October 18th. And you may discover, you may discover in the end that you may have strayed off the well-beaten path only to find a better way to get to where you wanted to go. Hi everyone, I'm Frank Clifford and I wanted to invite you to the upcoming Empowering Astrology series. I'm gonna work with you to get a whole new empowering perspective. We're going to recognize the invitations, the challenges, and the gifts in your birth chart, but also start to dismantle the fears and the prejudices. This three-week journey is happening live in October for three consecutive Wednesdays, and you'll have access to the recordings for life. You can find out more and join me at astrologyhub.com forward slash empowering astrology. Hope to see you there.